Susan Sue Berman and this podcast explores behind the scenes of the Charlie Dawes Everybody's Artist Photographer exhibition. I'm at Tamaki Pātaka Kōrero, the Central City Library, to check out the latest exhibition in the Level 2 Gallery space. I can see strikingly large black and white prints on the walls and a projector throwing rolling images that look sure to transport me back to another time and place. Today I'm talking with Principal Photograph Librarian and Lead Curator of the exhibition, Keith Giles. Kia ora Keith. Thanks for spending the time to talk about this visual feast of an exhibition. And I guess probably the most obvious place to start our conversation would be to ask you to tell me about Charles Dawes. Um, well, Charles Dawes was a photographer mainly based in Kohu Kohu on the Hokianga Harbour. And he arrived there probably in the early 1880s with his parents, having come to New Zealand around about 1879, say roundabout, we know it was exactly 1879, <laughs> um, to, to the South Island actually. Uh, and somehow or other he's made his way up to the Hokianga with his parents. I think there were, there were, it was because of a land um, deal that was going on at that time, so they took advantage of that. Uh, and he and his family were based in Ho- uh, Kohu um, from that time, the early 1880s, through, well, I think there are descendants there even to the present day. Um, and he developed very clearly an interest in photography uh, at an early age. Uh, he was 11 when he came to um, New Zealand. Uh, so it would have been uh, in his perhaps early 20s when he seems to have started taking photographs. Um, and I think we've managed to identify one photograph which looks to have been taken around about 1892 uh, and that's probably the earliest but he's taking photographs through into the uh, 1920s if not later so it's a a phenomenal collection of um, photographs over quite a a wide period of time Uh, and what this exhibition celebrates actually is the recent donation of 1,670 of uh, Charles Dawes' glass plate negatives, um, which were gifted to us last year um, by some descendants. And um, some of these photographs have never, never ever been seen before, so it's quite marvellous to be able to put them on display. Uh, obviously, we can't have all 1,670 on show, but there's um, about 150 on the data show uh, and then there are another probably ooh, 50 or 60 photographs of varying sizes, some very large format prints and some not quite so large prints mm-hmm. uh, in the exhibition room itself. So um, it uh, gives you a good flavour of the sort of things that Charles Dawes was interested in. And what he was interested in, (laughs) to to keep going, was um, not just um, the people of Kohu Kohu uh, and the surrounding area, but actually the the scenery and uh, the events that um, happened there. So we've got photographs of the first Kohu Kohu Hotel. We've got photographs of the hotel that replaced the first one uh, (laughs) after that burnt down in 1900. Um, and um, people at work. People at work. The first yeah. car in Kohu, Kohu. The first motorbike in Kohu, Kohu. A photograph that's actually uh, captioned on the negative envelope. The first four-wheeler in Kohu, Kohu shows a cart with solid wooden 
uh, wheels made out of um, what appear to be slices of tree trunk um, being pulled along um, one of the streets in Coco by a horse. So uh, quite an image, it's, isn't it? it is quite an image. <laughs> Uh, we've also got several photographs um, that show sort of military events, if you, mm. for want of a better word, in, in Koako and the area. So uh, there's a great photo of what appears to be World War One soldiers uh, lined up outside the Koako post office um, before their departure. Plus, we've got a selection of photographs of. Um, what's generally become known as the dog tax war or the dog tax rebellion which took place in 1898. At this sort of time studio photography seemed to be fairly popular yeah. yet his, his photos are so much so often kind of posed in the landscape or yeah. as yeah. we see on you know do you want to talk me through what we're seeing here on this wall? Um, well I, I, I've Pseudo studio. Before, before <laughs> we had this donation, uh, I sort of tended to assume that Dawes had his own studio. And whilst he obviously worked as a professional photographer at, for part of his life, um, I'm not sure that he had a conventional studio as such. There are an awful lot of photographs that are against. Uh, just a white sheet hung up against uh, the side of a house or uh, a backdrop that's clearly been set up. Um, so I think he was much more of a travelling photographer in that sense, but he certainly had his own backdrop. His is one of the few backdrops that I've seen, photographic backdrops, that actually has a New Zealand scene uh, painted on it. And it's very um, recognisable because you see Rangitoto in the background oh. so it's really quite neat to see something like that. The image that we have at the entrance to the exhibition that actually shows a Charlie Dawes's tent at some events and it says Charlie Dawes, everybody's artist photographer mm. is the banner outside the tent. What do you think the banner, you know, everybody's artist photographer Quite means? I think he was a, you know, willing to take anybody's photograph. Really, <laughs> surprisingly, there's a uh, at the bottom of that photograph. There's also a, a sign which says uh, "photographs while you wait," which is an incredible sort of uh, mind-blowing prospect for that sort of period because we know that photography with glass plate negatives and um, not hugely long exposures, but the whole process of taking the photograph, then uh, printing the photograph and print, uh, fixing it and um, etc. And then being able to provide the uh, customer mm. with the final print wasn't a, a two second um, process. So to actually advertise um, photographs while you wait, it must have been quite um, a phenomenal uh, prospect at that time. Um, I think while you wait might have meant come back at the end of the day and <laughs> you might be able to get it but um, um, I think Charlie was willing to take photographs wherever and you can see just looking at these photographs uh, and at the camera which mm. we've actually got on display uh, despite the bulk of the equipment and the weight of the glass of the glass plates uh, he went all over the place and it would have been quite a mission in some instances to get to some of the sites uh, where he took photographs um, not just landscapes but when he went visiting people to take portraits in their um, outside their houses or in the gardens you know it was quite a mission 
It is amazing seeing the equipment. It's neat that you've got both that and examples of glass plates in the yeah. exhibition. That's right. That, the equipment came along with the donation of the, the glass plate negatives. And um, we don't normally collect things like cameras and camera bags or, or uh, unused glass plates, for instance. But, but it seems such a part of the whole collection that we couldn't not mm. uh, take uh, the equipment as well when it was offered to us and it's great to have that uh, together with Charlie's glass plates and the other great thing is um, we actually before these 1670 glass plate negatives were gifted to us we, we'd also acquired in 2012 um, 450 uh, Charles Dawes glass plates which were found in a, a junk shop in Kaitaia. Subsequent to that uh, acquisition um, we found that we'd got um, a box of glass plates that um, one of my colleagues was able to look at the, the backdrops and say, hang on a minute, these are Charles Dawes photographs as well. And, and that uh, box of glass plates came from a junk shop in Upper Queen Street in mm -hmm. the 1970s. So it's been marvellous to draw these items together. And uh, now we've got something like 2,000, 2,200. Charles Dawes is... Um, uh, negatives, which um, which is the largest collection of his photographs in the country. Um, well, throughout the 19th century, photographers tended to have at least one occupation in addition to photography, uh, and that was even in the big cities. Mm. Whereas Kohu Kohu, you can imagine, I think that peaked at 300 people, the population. So obviously, the population around the Hokianga itself was much greater, but you couldn't rely on photography to provide a uh, a steady income. Mm -hmm. So um, so Charlie Dawes would have made some money from the photography but a lot of the photographs that he took as well were of members of his family and I think the fact that he was able to do that um, must have meant he was doing alright with his other jobs but also uh, that lovely one of his father. That's right, yeah. yeah. And there are striking. a lot of photographs of his parents, uh, and particularly of his um, brother. Um, and, and the fact that he was able to take photos of events as well, uh, and groups uh, of football players, rugby players, um, bandsmen, um, that weren't really commercially viable. Uh, it seems to me that he really enjoyed photography, he got a kick out of it, mm -hmm. and he was keen to um, to take photographs of what, whatever things took his fancy, really. Mm. So. There was one I saw, I'm trying to locate it. Oh, there, this one here in the corner on the wharf yep. with the timber. Yes. It's just so striking yes. how he has, like right yeah. back into that back shed, all the yeah. people sort yeah. of standing you know waiting for the <laughs> yeah well I think that's uh, I'm not sure whether he he got everybody to pose like that or whether further from the camera it's just interested people or not but it certainly adds to the photograph and it gives a, a sense of scale of everything as well and I mean even the, the photographs where he's unintentionally captured people in the distance, this large photo here of the Coco waterfront with the, um, with the Coco Hotel uh, in the left of the picture. There's groups, knots of people in, in front of the hotel doing 
doing things and it's really quite mm. interesting to just see what he's captured. There's a couple of women chatting over a fence sort of further yes. down the road and I was yeah. having a close look at it and I wondered is that a cat sitting on that fence yeah. by them you know yeah. it's, and, and that's a lovely thing about the scale with yes. the glass plates isn't it that you can absolutely if you think about people of our age who were taking photographs with 35 millimeter cameras or even the uh, 110 cameras that were around in the 1980s the negative was so small and yet Charlie Dawes is dealing with glass plates which are about the size of a postcard some even bigger than that uh, so you can imagine the sort of um, detail that he would be able to capture and that's that's how we're able to really blow up these photographs so large mm. And you have also, um, in the cases, some, I guess one might call it ephemera or some additional yeah. um, material here. Tell me a little bit about what's in here. Yeah, well, what we've tried to do is um, give a little bit of family background to the Dewar's family. Um, so in this uh, case here, we've actually got the, the Old Colonists Association register. Uh, and Charlie Dawes's brother, Sam, Samuel Ernest William Dawes, known as Ernie to distinguish from his father who was Samuel Dawes, uh -huh. um, actually joined the Old Colonists Association in 1934 and his is the last entry on, the, on this page here um, which gives his address uh, as uh, Northern Wairoa uh, and it tells you where he was born in England and gives the date of birth uh, and the, the actual arrival uh, date in New Zealand and what ship he came on even so obviously that tells us uh, when Charlie Dawes came as well because he accompanied his brother and the family. Um, and How do we know that um, he was called Charlie? Uh, because each of the glass plates um, or the vast majority at least had an envelope, a paper envelope to them and uh, inscribed on the front of these envelopes would be a brief description of what the negative showed and quite often it will say Charlie and I for instance or I'm just trying to think of other examples oh, but, that's, but that, that's one yeah. so I mean clearly ch whilst ch Charles was the main photographer there were other people taking photographs as well and I have a suspicion that his brother Ernie was taking photographs and maybe even his wife Jessie um, so it needs a bit more exp exploration there but clearly th there are a lot of photographs that include Charlie Dawes um, and so somebody else was either he was setting up the camera and then <laughs> <laughs> running <laughs> running um, or uh, somebody else was pressing the what um, was taking the lens Shutter. cap off mm. yeah so, uh, and then in the other cabinets here, we've got a couple of um, publications. The Auckland Weekly News uh, from May 1898, showing photographs from the Gog Tax Rebellion, uh, and which we know for certain now are Charles Dawes photographs, even though they're not actually um. acknowledged as such within the uh, newspaper. Uh, Do you have a particular favourite, Keith? I have a particular favourite. Well, it's what we found very difficult with this exhibition was actually choosing our favourites because there are so many very good photographs that Charlie Dawes has taken. I initially thought that one of the broken negatives that we've we've got mm. um, on display here, which just shows half a um, shot of. 
people on the wharf at Kohu uh, Kohu, uh, with a person, one person getting uh, a, a shave while other people are uh, kneeling down at the en edge of the wharf. Um, next to a plough, for instance, what, what's that doing there? I, th I thought, well, that's got to be my favourite, but you know, you look at all of these photographs and any one of them um, could be your favourite, really. The, the photograph here of the uh, six children who look like they've been dragged through the mud, um, and the photograph of the old chap with his uh, musket and um, uh, New Zealand Wars medal, presumably, in his uh, military uniform. Um, or the, the group of uh, men and women who, who all, every, each one of them is wearing a skirt. Why, why was that? I don't know. Um, or the, the guys, the young boys uh, doing some sort of show with dumbbells. Oh, no, it's it looks like Udi Jezzer size or something. Yeah, it's a musical phenomenal. accompaniment by so, a piano. Um, I find it very difficult to say which mm. is my absolute favourite. There are some superb photographs and uh, every time I look at them I see something different in them. I think people are going to really enjoy this, this collection and this opportunity to yeah. spend quite a bit of time. I suggest people come because there is so much to look at. Yes. Um, and of course, people can also look at them through Kura Heritage Images online. Can't Absolutely. They so if, if you go into Kura um, on the library website and pull up um, or, or enter the name Doors, for instance, as a keyword. Uh, that should bring up all 2,200 photographs in the collection. Uh, they're all digitised and uh, that should keep you happy for days. Fantastic. <laughs>